0: hello and welcome to episode 315 of constructing comics a podcast building stories one page one panel at a time on this episode we have an interview with lk and Gino, comics creator and writer of fangs and foul play now on kickstarter this is matt and i'm joined by constructing comics co-host noah hey there okay thanks so much for for joining us let's uh start these interviews off the the way we normally do we we ask for two things we ask for uh, uh, short bio about yourself, and then an elevator pitch for the the book that we're getting together to talk about.
1: Sure, yeah. Um, hey everyone. Uh, so I'm Elke Ingino. I'm a speculative fiction and comics writer. I also write poetry. Um, under my name, but I just I write it out in full, so that it's a little bit separated <laughs> from the two. Um, I'm also a singer, though not professionally, and uh. I, I just i dabble in all the speculative you know the genre fiction horror sci-fi fantasy
0: very cool and how about this this book that we're getting together to talk about tonight
1: yeah fangs and southly is my um it's my first full-length comic and we're on the second issue right now and it's about a army colonel who has deserted the war um because he wants to get away from having to like you know kill people and commit all these atrocities uh, only to find himself in an abandoned house, well, what he thinks is an abandoned house, um, and he becomes enthralled to the vampiric cat Fang, and now Fang is forcing him to uh, go find human victims to bring back and, and, and feed to the cat. Um, so he went from one not good situation into another, and uh, so right now we're just following his plight, and, and um, yeah, well... Well, everyone reading it is watching it unfold. I've, I've got more. <laughs> I've got more unfolded behind the scenes, of course.
0: Nice. Uh, no, I'll let you uh, lead off on the first question because I know you caught up on the on the issues uh, right before the uh, the the podcast recording.
2: Yeah, I may have missed the detail, but are you mm-hmm. hinting that Fang was Dracula's cat, or is he just another vampire's cat? That's just my first question. Uh,
1: I I have not. Um... I guess Dracula's probably public domain, right? So I, I could have, but I didn't. That was not my original intention.
0: <laughs>
2: uh-huh, gotcha, because I was like, I was like, I don't think they never. I don't think you ever mentioned the name of the the uh, the person who lived there. That you just bring up that I think in either issue two or issue one that they opened that like they opened the door and all they found was a pile of dust Mm -hmm. or something like that i can't remember i
1: believe it was issue one and yeah yeah, we will be exploring that more more later but uh it it hasn't been really um they haven't discussed it much (laughs) thus far
2: right yeah it's a fun book series so i'm just curious like i'm getting a lot of what we do in the shadows vibes obviously there's some classic vampire (laughs) stuff but what were your inspirations for this book
1: uh i have four cats all right so actually i had four when i started the book and then my my eldest um passed uh, in between and now we have four again so um cycle <laughs> cycle back to the same same number but you know there there was some time in between of course um so but now we have two black cats i had one before now now we have two um and, you know, they're very lovable, but they're all very feisty. And uh, my male cat kind of like, I feel like if he could talk, he would definitely be ordering me to get him food every like two minutes. Um, so a little bit from that, uh, I, as far as vampire stuff, probably my favorite show would be Buffy. And I'm watching, I'm watching the vampire dies right now in the wrong order. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I'm liking that, but I want that. That's like new to me. So it, that came after the, after the comic, um, I did watch what we do in the shadows, but I didn't watch it until, I think after the first one, but I, I love, um, I love that show. It's great. And I would say that some of my humor, uh, like my style of humor definitely is, is similar.
2: Yeah. It's a funny book, but also like you, it's very plot driven at the same time. Um, I like Richard, uh, like him being sort of the blank slate entry point <laughs> character that gets to ask all the questions and things um but you're also playing with a lot of themes of uh death and uh war and stuff like that like what what, what were your ideas there was that sort of a buffy thing because like buffy kind of tackles similar stuff
1: yeah yeah it does um I really wanted to kind of tackle this like conundrum of like what do you do when you're in this, you know, situation? Um, you're forced to do something you don't want to do. And it hasn't been like necessarily I, I we, we've kind of touched upon it a little bit where you know Richard's really kind of just trying to find horrible people for Fang to kill as much as he can. Um, like in, in the end of issue zero, he's he's like trying to warn the guy away. Uh, meanwhile, you know the cat's like trying to compel him to get him food and, and then this guy he's talking to is just like a horrible person so he's like, well, I guess you could you could you could be the victim you know you're not you're not that great so um and we're gonna kind of dive more into that Richard's backstory of like why he left the war and stuff is gonna come out more mm.
0: um, and,
1: and it 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 works out well for Richard because bloodville has a lot of corruption. <laughs> So right now he has a, he has a pretty good pick right now.
0: That's awesome. So you mentioned that there, there's a zero issue and currently our Kickstarter um, it's, it's for, for issue two. So zero, one and two. Um, what yeah. do you, do you have an overall plan for the, the number of issues? Are you looking to do like story arcs uh, ongoing? What's, what's the plan here?
1: Yeah, um so the first uh the first arc is going to be 4 plus plus 0 so it's kind of like 4.5 because issue, issue 0 is only 12 pages so it's kind of a a halfer but it's a, it's an important one um so that's going to be the first uh arc so basically we have basically we're just about halfway through right now um, and then it's going to be ideally somewhere between two to three more trades. I mean, they'll be broken down into, into issues. Um, I haven't broken them down quite that far into detail, but probably between four to six each. Nice. I don't see them going too much longer <laughs> than that each because it's definitely, it's definitely contained.
0: Okay. So do, do you find... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. Um, oh, I was but just saying,
1: I, I don't want it to be a forever thing like Batman. I mean,
0: sure, sure. <laughs> so um, do you find it difficult to um, sort of when you're doing that overall structure, you know, you want to um, tell a satisfying, complete story, um, you know, in an arc of a story that you can collect in a trade, but you also want it to be able to, you know, dangling plot lines you know cliffhangers new things that you want people to come back into but you also don't want it to be you know just cliffhangers and and dangling plot lines so did you find some difficulties there like you know with this this overall plan and the, the structure that you're setting up
1: yeah um especially in issue three which i'm 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 working on the details right now um because i the ending is like the ending for issue four is pretty pretty solid. That's good. That's determined. I know where that's going to land. Um, it's it's this middle part that seems to be the trickiest. Um, and I think I think that picking back up in like the next arc is mm-hmm. going to be easy enough. And it's just kind of that middle period where you know you want to keep it moving without like we can't just give away the ending of the whole arc right now. Sure. It's too soon.
0: So w- while you're talking about that, um, you know, when I looked over the Kickstarter page, it was uh, just a a plethora of names that that mm-hmm. I knew. You know, you and I, we run in a lot of the same online circles. Mm-hmm. And one of those people's, uh, one of the people um, that I think might have a a part to say in this is is Chuck uh, Chuck Pinu. Yeah. Um, is he as the editor? Is is his focus on uh, looking at like a an issue when it's ready to go, or is he looking at that overall sort of um, story Bible, you know, world Bible right. that you're building. Uh, wh- what does he look at there?
1: Uh, I I make him work,
0: <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so he looks at mo at most of it. Yeah. Um, nice. I'll, I'll I'll send him my outline, and then I'll send him my like more detailed outline, and then the script, and then uh, I won't always send every single like page of inks, but. <laughs> Usually, I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anything because it, it's easy to miss stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think the only person that I wasn't like very familiar with on your team is the is the artist. Um, mm-hmm. Is is this an artist that you've been working through with since the 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 zero issue? Is it the same artist throughout so far?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is the same same artist. We switched colors um, from issue issue zero, but otherwise, everyone's been the uh, the same team
0: very cool and um i believe uh if i remember correctly um he's located uh, outside of the states is that correct
1: yeah uh argentina i think if i'm oh. no am i mixing up my artists
2: not to right. not to be that guy but it says in his bio that he's from brazil Brazil, brazil. Oh,
1: sorry. no sorry yeah. i am I, yeah. I have another anthology that's coming out tomorrow and that artist is from argentina <laughs> so.
0: oh no no worries um so I'm assuming that uh, you would have done like most of us do um, when you're looking to to do a, do a project, you, you make the announcement, you, you know, you tell everybody that you're serious about this, you know, this is a paying job, you know, it might be contingent on, you know, crowdfunding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you probably got a number of responses back. Um, what was it about the, the artists that you got uh, to work on this that you were like, all right, this is the, this is the person I need to be working with.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously there were, were like some rate considerations you know I had I had a range in mind but I couldn't you know it, there's still a budget mm-hmm. um, of course um and uh but I, I I think I'm doing you know a fairly decent paid rate overall for 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 indie comics anyways and for like starting out um and then the second thing was um communications which is a big one. Cause I had, I had some people who seemed like they might be good, but just the communication style didn't seem like it was going to be a fit, you know? Okay. Um, And that's, that's kind of important. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know,
1: either they like weren't replying at all or they were like really hounding me and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't like, this is a little too much, you know? Um, And, you know, cause I, I try to let everybody know, look, um, I got your stuff. I'm going to get back to you in this time frame you know, and if it's, if it's before that time frame, and I'm getting like an email every day, I'm like, this this is a little, little much. Um, And then the art style, of course, was obviously a big factor, I I had a very, like, I wouldn't say necessarily, it was like his style 100%. But I had something in mind that was very close to that. Um, And I did, I actually did three test pages, three different artist test pages, and um, uh, ended up going with, with Alex's, I felt like it was the closest to what I had you
2: know had to
0: vision for the the comic nice and what um you know i guess you guys have found that sort of that middle ground of mm-hmm. um you know it maybe doesn't necessarily have to be like you know hounding you know a million emails <laughs> or or you know disappearing for for two and a half weeks and you don't hear from somebody yeah. um what 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 how do you guys communicate mostly is it through a, a messenger platform email um how are you guys sort of When a question comes up or something comes up for review how are you guys handling that
1: primarily email we are on messenger but primarily email i like that with email it's a little bit easier to go back and find um find things if you Mm -hmm. if you need to find something in the thread then it is you know messenger can be really difficult to search sure Um, so that's generally like personally my my preference because i feel like i can find things a little bit easier reference them um if needed, but I am, you know, I do, I do have other avenues of, of communication for artists when, when needed or, or occasionally preferred. Yeah. Especially on a short, a really short, like four pager. I don't, you know, we'll, we'll knock yeah. that out on Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, so when you reached out and you got the test pages, were the test pages from, from scripts for, for this book?
1: Yeah, I think, been so long now i think i probably sent the issue zero script okay and said you know do this page um so that they had a little bit of an idea of you know like what was going on and not just the page on its own okay
2: so
1: everybody was doing everybody's going off the same page though so that i can you know it's a little bit easier to do a comparison that way
0: Nice. I guess maybe my, my final question sort of on this sort of train of thought and then I'll turn things over to Noah was, were you surprised um, when you got something back? I, for, for me, there's been a couple of sort of like uh happy, I don't think happy accidents is the right word, mm-hmm. but um, just sort of like remarkable, you know, I've been living with something in my, you know, in my head and in my mind's eye. Right. And then, you know, it, they either like, they either nail it perfectly or they're, you know, they, they nailed it perfectly and improved on it so much. Did you ever sort of have one of those moments?
1: Yeah, there's been a couple, a couple good changes. Um, and sometimes they'll let me know before they're doing it. And sometimes it just comes in and I'm like, oh, this isn't what I thought, but no, this, this works well. You know, mm-hmm. there was actually one in, in, in the second one that unfortunately it didn't work out. I really liked the idea but I was like, shoot, this thing, this this detail is like really important that we need to see. So unfortunately, we had to change it because I, I was I was kind of bummed that we had to change it. But it just it, it was one of those things where I was like ah, everybody has to see this this thing though, and uh, <laughs> I don't think we can keep it this way and 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 have that detail come through. So.
0: All right, Noah. So I I was hogging the the conversation there for a while. So I'm gonna turn things over to you
2: thanks about time i get to talk um okay i'm curious Mm -hmm. with uh how the book is paced i I have a lot of fun because there's a lot of panels there are a lot of pages Mm
1: -hmm.
2: where it's just following the cat around just walking and there's so much attitude um to the performance of the cat and the art i'm curious well, I'm curious as to where that performance comes from. Is that all the artist or is that in your script sort of giving the giving Fang this, you know, this very cat-like attitude, this very, I don't know, like carefree uh blasé mm-hmm. approach to killing people. I'm just yeah, I'm I'm wondering <laughs> what who is it that like, you know, where does that performance come from? Is that is that the direction from you or is that all the artist?
1: I would say it's 50-50. I feel like I, I'm definitely giving direction as into, in terms of like what he's, his attitude is, Feng's mm-hmm. attitude. Um, but but then definitely the artist is is, is taking that. And um, a lot of times I might, because I don't want to give too much direction on like, okay, this is a close up or, or far out or, you know, what, you know, that sort of specific um unless it's like really important you know that we need to see something uh so he'll kind of run with that more and and uh do some of the poses um so i I would say it's a little bit of a mix i don't know if i could give an exact breakdown because i I definitely do put some direction in there um but some of it also comes from the artist as well i i just i try i do try to not leave it like too blank though where there's like nothing for him to (laughs) go (laughs) off of like just put fang in this panel because that feels a little i don't know if cool is the right word you know i want to give him something to work with
2: right yeah and um there are a lot of pages with no dialogue where you're Mm -hmm. just watching the cat walk around especially in issue zero i was noticing like there's a lot of just sort of action beats um what uh What what's your philosophy there do you just sort of like are, do you, are you thinking about that while you're writing you're like okay this page just this needs page just needs to be silent it just needs to be showing person getting from point a to point b um or do you find sort of like an enjoyment in just sort of letting the artist draw like you know the cat walking around mm-hmm. without like you know the dialogue bumping up against it i'm i'm just curious there
1: say it's it's more planned out uh you know in that first issue we didn't really want fang to announce himself until it's kind of too late right so that kind of necessitated a lot of um silence on his part and i i do feel like now i am trying to balance a little bit more you know uh making sure there's enough dialogue but not too much (laughs) I can definitely go with too much sometimes if I'm not careful
2: yeah that yeah like it's sort of what's I heard someone recently say that like the like the biggest mistake someone makes when they're doing like their first anything creatively is to do too much dialogue Mm -hmm. so it's always best to sort of err on the side of like less is more when it comes to writing was was uh was that something that you discussed with chuck was he someone that sort of was like helping you out with you know how much dialogue goes in certain places or was that just sort of intuitive on your part
1: um he does and occasionally he's like this is too long uh and Mm -hmm. i think once or twice we didn't change it so i was like oh i just i don't think we can reword this It's, it's it's just gotta stay you know uh, but most of the time, if it, if I'm going over, he he, he keeps me in check. Um, my very first short, I think the, the Cazoo one, it, it was a little heavy on dialogue. Um, so I've definitely started to be better at paying attention to that. Uh, I don't always look super closely at the word count, um, especially not on the first draft. But second or third, I'm looking at that a little bit more closely. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be super crazy about being the you know exact number under the words that need to be in that panel but as long as it's not like too much or like way over then then I'm, I'm feeling okay about it and uh wh- once or twice Joel the uh, letter has gotten on me as well <laughs> I'm like uh we need to move this because it's not gonna fit here so <laughs> a couple things do get moved around sometimes
0: that's cool, I saw Joel this uh recently at uh at baltimore comic con he was uh nominated for 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 ringo um for lettering so i guess when 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 you get that sort of advice you you might have to you might have to listen to it when the guy's nominated <laughs> for a ringo right yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know we we, we mentioned Joel there. I, I think another thing that's cool here is that uh, you have a number of of covers, and um, you know you're working with somebody that I know that you've worked with in the past on one, which is which is Abby. Do you want to just talk about some of the the covers that you have in this this Kickstarter?
1: Yeah. So I did four on the first one, so I I figured I'd stick with that this time. Um, as long as it feels like it's going well enough, I'll probably stick with that uh, that number. Um, I feel like much more than that might be a little bit hectic yeah um so i worked with evan scale on the on the first one as well and then brought him back on this one because um, i just i really loved his cover art and i love the little outline that he's done of fang over um kind of all the characters in the graveyard it, it was a nice um uh, i don't know what it's called but it, it's just kind of like it's got all the main characters of this issue uh in frame and um it sets a nice mood um kind of like almost reminds me of a movie poster i guess Cool. so i like i like that move and then um uh renzo had actually done a a test page for me but i just didn't feel like it was quite a fit for the the interior um but i was like you know what i want to do a cover um so brought him in for for a cover and i thought that was really cool um and i actually actually got a print of that one too it looks really it looks really cool blown up uh, with that little fang shadow in the background so uh so we might do something again on a cover or you know who knows what um and then uh brought abby in on this one and that one is actually a watercolor um the the original is a watercolor obviously it's been scammed <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're not doing uh individual watercolors for everybody that would be yeah much
0: um, and then, you, do you have a, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to cut you off mm-hmm. there, but the, I know there's a, is, a, it, is the one that's the uh, Days of Future Past X-Men homage, mm-hmm. Um, is that one that you've mentioned yet?
1: That one's, yeah, that one's the main cover. Um, okay. That one was all Chuck's idea, because I had yeah. no idea what to do for this issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. And our subtitle is The Search, and so, uh, so he helped me uh, find something that <laughs> we could use.
0: That's very cool um awesome so uh noah uh, a question from you
2: yeah um so well like when you're i guess i'm taking a couple steps back but these are just Mm -hmm. things that were going through my mind when i was reading the books um setting it in victorian england was that just to sort of draw parallels to sort of like dracula and things like that Or, or are you sort of drawn to more period piece uh stories
1: um so I'm not a historical fiction person myself because it's just too much work honestly so this is like it is a fictional world and um whatnot um which is why we haven't like heard any country names or anything like that I'm like yep this is a just you know fictional um but I like the I like the aesthetic a lot and I didn't want I didn't really want like any anything too modern technology wise um I mean, I feel you, maybe you could do it in modern, but I also feel like he might get found out a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. It, it would just, it would be a whole different feel. Yeah. And so I really wanted that, um that kind of look and feel to it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to bother making a cosplay of, of Delilah's dress, but, you know, I like to leave those like <laughs> options open in case I ever feel like
2: <laughs> Well, that was sort of why I was wondering about yeah. it because I was admiring Delilah's dress in issue mm-hmm. too there are two pages where you get to see it in its full like victorian glory yeah and I yeah i was just uh yeah i was wondering if that was like if it's just yeah if it's just the aesthetic of that time and obviously like you said the practicality for the plot yeah that makes a lot of sense um yeah yeah it's uh but also just sort of adds this air of like i don't know i think i like how incongruous it is for it to be sort of like this uh almost like gothic horror story Mm -hmm. all centered around a cat yeah great which leads me to my next question i kind of wanted to ask this but i I got distracted um is it like you know is fang an amalgamation of all your cats or is it like one in particular that like you you like draw inspiration from because i know i have a murder cat so i (laughs) i i understand why you'd I mean, like, there's no, it's a no brainer that a cat would be a vampire, but I'm just right. curious, like, you know, some cats can be nice. I've <laughs> sure, so have heard. Sure. Um, <laughs> I yeah.
1: mean, all of my cats are nice in their own way. Yeah. You know, um, my black cat, like, actually, he never, he never wanted cuddles until he, 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 he's been eating a lot of food and now he wants cuddles. Aww. Um. So apparently that's what was missing. He just wanted more food uh, and he chunked up a little bit. Um, but I, I feel like he is probably the closest to Fang. Um, I don't know that I would say any of them are exactly like Fang, but I think that he's definitely the closest. Uh, he's he's the one who always yells for <laughs> food, just, just absolutely yells for food.
2: Are you Richard then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, is every, isn't every cat owner Richard? Yeah, I was about
2: to say, <laughs> yeah. So true.
1: I think I do feed them a little bit more happily, though.
2: <laughs> you don't have to clean up as much. I hope as I mean, Richard does
1: not the same things anyway. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> very it, it cool.
1: Does get, it does get messy with four. So
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I feel like we talk a lot about the the story and sort of the structure and and the inspiration. Um if everybody's ready i i thought maybe we could take the conversation into to crowdfunding if 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 we're ready cool so um is this the is this the third time you've you've gone to kickstarter um or was the was there was the the zero and the one issue were they where they were they together
1: zero and one was together um uh anyone can get issue zero for free if they sign up for my mailing list you know for the for oh. the digital copy okay um, so then when I went to print, I did those together um, together as a as a print issue.
0: and that's got to be a nice sort of um, you know as far as like a uh, uh, a free taste of the story, but you're also you're also benefiting from that by by building a mailing list. so um mm-hmm. that, that's that's got to be a good sort of structure that you have set up there, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's and,
1: some people who, you know, I have it available for digital purchase for people who, you know, they just don't want to do a mailing list. And so it's, you know, you're at options.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you've been, a, you've been a member of, like, larger scale um, crowdfunding campaigns with anthologies, So you've, you've yes. seen all of that and been parts of the teams. Um, and, you know, you... You know running your own being part of teams um you're sort of at the midpoint right here in your campaign are you in the are you in the dreaded dead zone right now?
1: um yeah, yesterday was no it wasn't yesterday it was the day before oh no, it was yesterday, but it was like until like eleven p m at night um I had one new backer that like for like a really big backer late at night, but before then I actually had no new backers um but I had a little bit of an increase because somebody upped their pledge and uh so so that was nice, um but it also weird because I was like, "Okay, no new backers, but unless this, this is like an odd dead zone day, you know?" Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll take it. It was just, sure. <laughs> it was different. Um. Uh, and then you know, I'm 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 right in that period where I'm I'm just starting to experience a couple drop offs, and so. All right, come okay. back, come back, drop offs, come back. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> it yeah.
1: happens. It happens. It's normal. So.
0: Well by that answer I think or by your previous answer I think I might know the answer to the question I'm gonna ask now which is one that noah and I ask a lot mm. are you a check the page every 30 seconds to see where you are or are you like hey I'm gonna go do something else come back in a few hours and whatever it is is what it is how do you uh, how do you handle um, checking your numbers
1: yeah I should check it less it doesn't always work though yeah um... If I could, so, if I could do it better and check it every couple of hours, that would be ideal. I, yeah. I, yeah, I definitely check it more than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Noah and I have often admitted to being uh, frantic refreshers of the page. Yeah. We're we're always amazed when we hear somebody's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the park and, uh, you know, have <laughs> a picnic with my friends, and I'll, I'll come back and see what the number is." That I'm like, "Wow, I wish I had that sort of." self-control and, and patience, but I, I don't at this point. So
2: I think those people are liars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so you're, you're here with um, the second issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned that you, you sort of had this plan for, um, for, you know, story arcs and an overall sort of where you want to go. If things are going well for you, you know, production wise, crowdfunding, shipping, how often are you hoping to, to get an issue out of, of this series
1: so my original plan was six to eight months but just due to some life stuff it ended mm-hmm. up basically being a year between the first two issues uh, I really don't want to go longer than that because a year already feels like it's a bit of a gap um, yeah so to go any less than that feels feels like a bit much um, I'm, I'm I'm again doing some some day job, stuff so i might have to push the next one a little bit but i don't think i'll have to push it longer than a year but hopefully hopefully sooner if all goes well so because i was hoping to have basically four four out in like two to two and a half years initially yeah ideal goal anyways
0: yeah it's the sort of the i guess the sliding scale of or like the sweet spot that we're all trying to find where we're not we're not overworking ourselves, you know, we're, a lot of us are, you know, doing this uh, on the side or, you know, doing this when we have free time. Um, but you also don't want to take so much time that like people kind of forget about it. So you got to kind of find that area where it's working for you, but it's also working for the, for the reader. When you see a backer come in on this campaign, are you able to keep track of like, Hey, this is somebody that I know from previous campaigns this is somebody I know from sort of my internet circles or this is you know somebody new are you able to track that kind of stuff
1: generally yeah I mean especially like um any any comics people I know I can generally you know recognize them um Mm -hmm. friends and family obviously mostly obviously I had one backer who I actually don't know if it's my friend or not because I'm like oh this name is common enough that I don't know and he hasn't like said anything to me outside of it because I I can't see the email or like the the image until it it's fun or oh no 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 I think they probably just have like a private profile so I can't see their image so I'm like Ooh, okay God, is this somebody I know I did I did recognize some names from the first Kickstarter and I've just been like comparing so that when I I thank people I, I can see, you know say thanks for coming back because yeah. there's no way I could remember all of them. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Um, I think I've covered a lot of my stuff. Noah, do you do you have uh, crowdfunding questions? I know we asked our standard
2: one there. Um. So are are you like? I, I guess you know this is your second time around. What's the one reward that you're most excited about as far as add ons go?
1: Um. The reward tier or the or add ons.
2: Add ons. I'm sorry. Yeah
1: uh so we got a new sticker this time which i did as a day one bonus and i feel like it really helped but you know it's how do you know for sure right there's not really a way for me to actually track that um and it is it's so adorable i love it uh and so then i actually i did add it as an add-on so people who missed that day one you know they can still buy one they're just not getting one for free <laughs> so little incentive to get in on day one though with
2: that very cool
0: well, there's there's somebody on this podcast that uh, uh, is really in the sticker, so I'm 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 sure he's he's checking those out. He his his yeah. name might meant his his name might
2: rhyme with Crow Array, but uh... yeah, sticker <laughs> is my middle name. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. So, uh, you know, I'm really excited about this this book.
0: Um, you know, we we've, we've talked about um story influences timetables team crowdfunding um uh i think we're getting close to the end here um Noah, uh final thoughts or, or questions
2: no i had a lot of fun reading the zero through three i'm sorry zero through two i'm really excited to see where it goes and definitely excited to get a sticker awesome. um so i so thank you for coming on. Looking forward to having you on in the future for the other projects and definitely this one.
1: Awesome, Dad. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome.
2: So, okay, let's do this.
0: Um, first, um, where are the best places to to follow you online? You mentioned earlier, you, you have a webs. I'm sorry, you have a newsletter. I'm guessing maybe um, you might have a like a website that has an email sign up on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Headless, so headlessgnomes.com is my website um and there's like a little slide sliding slideshow banner thing that has different um signups i uh, okay. keep yeah what, what would i call it it's not a pro tip it's um oh i don't know what to call it but if you sign, no matter which one you sign up for eventually you'll get all the freebies so it doesn't okay. really matter it's just a matter of which one which one do you want first <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool. Uh, and does the, does the website uh, connect to, to, to other social media?
1: Yes. I have to think about that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Is
0: it, is it all, um, is it either under, under your name or is it under our headless gnomes?
1: I do have two. I do have at headless gnomes and then I have at LK and Gino. Um, I'm still working on how to, what to do on each so that they're not exactly the same.
0: <laughs> sure. very cool well i'm gonna link the most importantly i'm gonna link the kickstarter in the show notes i'll link the the website and 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 the social media um i know you gave us an elevator pitch why don't why don't you talk about the book one last time before we finish up
1: okay yeah um so well we yeah we did the the pitch the, the the quick pitch so uh fangs and foul play is It's basically like a light horror comic um i say it's pg-13 but like younger people could read it it's just there there may or may not be some more blood and gore later on so (laughs) i don't want to advertise it too young just in case um you know if you like sabrina uh what we do in the shadows or the adams family then this would be right up your alley uh, if you like cats or if you hate cats, it can be really good because the cats are villains, so you don't have to like cats. to <laughs> like it. So that's a, that's awesome. actually a um. What do you call it? It's it's an objection I've gotten at some cons. People say, "Oh, I hate cats." Well, you can hate the cat. Feel, I don't. I'm not be offended <laughs> if you hate him. You know, I mean, I think he's adorable, but.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for
0: coming on to talk about it. Again, we're gonna we're gonna link everything in the in the show notes. We want to make it as easy as possible for people to check this out. Um, we're recording this on um, November seventh. What's the the last day that the the Kickstarter um, will be available for folks?
1: Twenty second.
0: Twenty second. Okay. So you're about midway through, yeah, right? Just about. Uh-huh. Cool. All right. Awesome. All right. So. Um, again check this book out on kickstarter um if you give us a rating and review on the podcasting service you use we would really appreciate it there's going to be a second kickstarter link in the show notes and that's going to be for an art book that noah and i are helping make with gonzalo Ruggereri, Um, and that's going to launch on november 15th of 2022 so there'll be a second kickstarter link um, in the show notes if you want to follow the podcast we are on twitter and then it is at Construct Com Pod. Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod, and Facebook is Constructing Comics. Just once again, want to thank everybody for listening. Please be safe, be nice to each other, and go out there and make some comics. Thank you.